Welcome to Beyond the Bombshell, the podcast that dives deep into the heart and soul of real life. I'm your host, Michelle Stokes, and I'm here to guide you through this empowering journey. We'll talk about real life and what it truly takes to be a strong, confident, and fulfilled woman. Join us as we rewrite the rules and celebrate the extraordinary and fierce women we all are. We'll share insights, build a space for uncomfortable conversations, and truly just embrace real life. Let's go beyond the surface and find your real life bombshell. Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode. It's Michelle and I am hiding away, trying to give you a quick little bit of inspiration or a little bit of a, oh my God, summer's almost over and school is around the corner. And I'm calling this my back to school survivor kit. Some top tips, some things that I, and maybe many of you already do to survive getting back into the swing of things of back to school. So yeah, I think it's more of a, you know, just, just who gives, who gives a crap? (laughs) Let's just get back to school and not be an overachieving mom because that is the the mom that I feel I have become. So I have Bennett who is going to grade five and I have Miss Scarlett who is starting kindergarten and I am not, well, I can't say I'm not. I don't think I will be an emotional wreck when Sis Scarlett goes to her first day of kindergarten. I do recall when I dropped Ben off at his first day of kindergarten, he was a little bit, you know, nervous, upset, emotional. I expect Scarlett to have a meltdown, but I think she might be, you know, a real boss babe herself. And she just might go off perfectly. So we will see. We've done the whole preschool thing. And honestly, summer has been great. And to be frank and completely honest, they've spent a lot of time with my mom. So we've had a nice little break, but I never hate back to school. It's like, I love, you know, school's out for summer, but I also love back to school. I think it's because I always love back to school shopping, of course. And up here, so does my kids. (laughs) I'm packing suitcases and I'm packing back to school clothes. And it's just been a nightmare trying to take clothes that doesn't fit them anymore. So I thought I would do a little quick and dirty back to school survival kit of my top things that I do to try and survive life, work, back to school, just making sure I make time for me and my kids and my husband and not really being an overachiever. So yeah, that that's kind of like a foreshadowing of what this is going to be. Before I dive in with my top tips, this is my little like plug that, you know, when you're shopping and if you can, or even if you don't have kids, this may not be, you know, maybe you're not a mom or a dad or an aunt or a parent, but back to school still means something special to you. It's a time that you can go and buy something or some extra supplies, some extra glue sticks, like my friend Jen told me today, for the school, for a class, for like a BGC, like some kind of club, because they are all looking for extra supplies. If they don't have it, the parents can't buy it, then the teachers ultimately will. So shout out to all our teachers who go above and beyond taking care of our kids and teaching our kids life lessons, but also making sure they have pencils and erasers and glue sticks and maybe going so far as clean sneakers. I think I could go down a rabbit hole of how we can give back for back to school, but that is just my little plug. So it's back to school. I don't know if your summer was full of 
lazy, hazy days, mine certain my summer certainly wasn't. <laughs> so it's back to real life, back to schedules, back to routines, back to bedtimes, back to you know certain nights to shower and breakfast on time and school stops and pickups and drop offs and it is just a whirlwind. So my top five things of getting kids back and ready for school goes like this. First up, don't be an overachiever. By the time this launches, you probably may already have school supplies and school clothes, but but here's like a reality check. What we buy for them today, especially if they're like mine, you know, kindergarten to grade six, they're going to have a growth spurt in three to four, six months, and none of it's going to fit. Or if you're like, if your kid's like my kid, Bennett, he will come home after wearing his pants twice and he'll have a big hole kind of like between the knee and his ankle because he'll just have his leg crossed somehow and he'll just be poking his pencil through his pants. So I may eat these words because I've already done back to school shopping, but my kids need a lot of clothes. Like why go and spend and buy so much when we know if they're hard under clothes like Bennett, it's not going to last very long or they're going to have a big growth spurt and it's not going to fit anyway. So like just buy enough to get them between now, now and Christmas. Like that, like that's enough. It's funny. I ran into it. It's not funny. A quick sidebar. I ran into a friend at one of our parks during the summer. I think I went to the playground only twice. Only twice this summer. I don't know. I have two weeks to make it up. <laughs> but only twice. And I ran into a mom that I know. And she said that when she got her daughter ready for school last year, she's only young, probably, you know, grade three, grade four. And she still had kind of like, you know, cute character type clothes. And she came home upset because one of the classmates made fun of her. Because I guess when you're that age, you no longer can wear, you know, cute t-shirts with, I don't know, Smurfs or unicorns or whatever kind of graphics on them. So just be mindful of that. Those kids obviously learn it from someone. So, you know, let your kid wear what they want to wear. And hopefully they will let other kids wear whatever the hell they want to wear. So first hot tip is don't be an overachiever when you're shopping. So when it comes to like school supplies, school clothes, you just heard that, but school supplies. If you've ever heard of this thing called Amazon, or if you're local, and I mean local anywhere in Newfoundland, there's a local company called Dixon Co., like D-I-C-K-S and company that will literally put all your supplies, your school list in a bag for you and deliver it to your door. So we're all running around trying to beat the Walmart rush, making sure we get the cute, you know, is it HP pencils? I don't even know. I don't even know what's on the list because I just send it to my guys at Dixon Co. I've been doing it for the past five years. <laughs> so there's no, you know, it has to be a particular binder or a particular pencil or a certain kind of glue stick. I don't know if it's cheaper or not. I'm going to be honest. I, I questioned my friend Jen today to see if it was actually cheaper than ordering it all on Amazon. And it might not have been, but it's just efficient leverage and just very easy way to be like, here, your teacher's telling you what you need. I'm going to, you know, go online, press add to cart. And those kits cost anywhere from 35 bucks to 55 bucks, depending on the age of your child. So make back to school shopping easy. You don't need to be an overachiever. I know when I would go back to school shopping, it was clothes, it was sneakers, it was backpacks, it was all the supplies. And I know I picked out the most expensive pencil case, the most expensive pencils and pens and mom just just let me do it because what what's the point to argue? But now, like my kids, when they think of back to school shopping, they just think about their sneakers and a little bit of clothes and a backpack because all the supplies just magically appears from Dixon Cup. So hot tip: if you want to save a little bit of money and save your sanity and some time, 
check that out. And Amazon has it as well. Next tip. We're probably getting right into Labor Day weekend right now. Maybe we're just coming out of Labor Day weekend. We'll see when this launches. But enjoy the hell out of the next two to three weeks, the last two or three weeks of summer. Like, we don't need to be practicing bedtime. I don't know. Maybe maybe we do. Someone correct me. They're like, you are a bad mom, Michelle. You are setting me up for failure. But, like, why set your kids on the schedule for the last couple of weeks of summer trying to get back to school? Like, you know, the first one to two weeks of back to school will likely be hell. Let's let's be real. Between trying to get back into, you know, a shower routine, a bedtime routine, trying to read before we go to bed. I know some moms are like, I still do that now, Michelle. Great. That that's awesome. We still wash and we still go to bed after dark. And <laughs> we do read from time to time, but not quite at the level of when it's school time. So just embrace the next if you're listening and it's still summer, the next couple of days, next couple of weeks and the first week or two going back to school when it's still very bright out at 8, 9 p.m. Trying to get your kids to bed will be hell, but it'll be well worth it. You will enjoy the last couple of weeks of summer and you don't need to practice that routine. It, it will come. It will come. Homework for my kids, for my son, has pretty much been non-existent besides reading. So I don't know if it's going to change this year or not. I have no idea. If you're blessed and lucky like myself, the bedtime routine or after supper routine will pretty much just be eat, play, play some more and play again and shower and read and go to bed. So that's, I'm hoping his teacher listening right now and Scarlett's teacher as well. Let's just do reading. One really tactile and very important non-joking thing that I think has really worked for us is taking Sundays, Sunday nights as our night to like plan. And I don't just mean meal plan. Like, that is something we'll talk about in a second. I mean, like, plan. I look at my schedule. Josh looks at his schedule. We look at the kids' schedule. Who can do drop-offs? Who can do pickups? Who can do extracurricular activities? Who who, who can do all that? Because there's nothing worse than you setting a last-minute appointment or your husband not knowing that you have a hair appointment or you're working late at work and then the kids need something and you're scrambling and you're dropping and you're canceling stuff last minute or you're showing up late for your kids so sunday 7 p.m or maybe you can do a different time you are looking at your calendars you're looking at the kids calendars ben's at a good age now where he can like sit down and talk to us too and be like these are the days like i have birthday parties or you know mom i need to bring this for science or we have crazy hair day because that schedule is a whole full-time job in itself trying to keep track of that and having him just to remind us that like hey I need a blue shirt for Friday because it's blue shirt day. Like <laughs> that really helps us for prepping. So looking at our personal, our work, our extracurricular activities and any like, you know, spirit week things at school and teachers will send out weekly calendars and schedules and newsletters. Yeah, they send out newsletters too. God bless to make sure you know when you have to send money or when you have to pick them up late or school field trips and all those things. You could really probably use a personal assistant, honestly, like now I think about it just to look at everyone's schedule and make sure that there's book money or, you know, the scholastics book orders that they're in and all those things. <laughs> and if there's some kind of collection or charity or some kind of like, you know, that type of thing, like Sundays, 7 p.m., use it to look at everyone's schedule. Your life will be so much better. It will be so much more or less chaotic. You'll know when there's basketball, when there's hockey, when there's coding. You'll know when someone needs to be picked up and dropped off, and it's in everyone's calendar. 
your husband knows when he needs to do it and it's not all on you. Sorry if there's any husbands listening right now, but just, that's just, you know, so you're just taking turns. So reflect what I talk about so far. Hot tip number one, don't be an overachiever when it comes to supplies and buying school clothes. Make it easy, make it simple, make it, leverage it, order it wherever you can. Second tip is enjoy summer. Don't waste summer prepping for back to school. Let the back to school first or two weeks be a little bit hellish, but it'll get back to normal. You'll get back in your group, I promise. Take advantage of Sunday evenings around 7 p.m. to plan your schedule, plan rides, plan pickups, plan... I'll talk about meal preps in a second. Just plan. Just have it so you know when you have to pick up, when your kids have to be at a birthday party, when they have basketball practice, when they have soccer. And, you know, I know so many moms. And I'm going to hate on you because you're all overachievers because your kids are in like eight different activities. And I get it. Some kids really want to be, but some kids just don't want to be. So... You know, just just have that organized. Just and just let your kids have a life too. Another thing, meal prep. I used to always meal prep. Sunday used to be meal prep. I was very conscious. We have actually been on the HelloFresh bandwagon for four years. Shout out to HelloFresh. I don't get paid to say that, but you might all think we're crazy. But the recipes have gotten better. There's more selection. There's actually dinners, lunches. Myself and Josh, Scarlett eats majority of them. Bennett does not eat any of it, any of it. So you know what he lives off. You know, wraps, toast, chicken burgers, chicken fingers, peanut butter banana wraps, repeat. <laughs> but meal prep kind of falls under that Sunday prep as well. If you want ultra convenience, you know, opt to try and do, you know, HelloFresh or get some pre-made meals from Costco. I know there's some local businesses that have been doing it as well, but if nothing else on Sunday, make a pot of soup, pot of spaghetti, and some chicken and rice. I don't know. So you can actually have meals prepped because if you work Monday to Friday or shift work and you have to come home and pick up and bring kids to activities and you don't know what's for supper and you didn't take anything out, it's going to be home. So that's a really important tip in case you never heard it already or seen it. Last tip. Before and after school programs, bus, you know, you're not on a bus route. You can pay for, you know, some private busing. You literally need to take advantage of these things. We did for Ben, we did we did after school program with Ben for five years. It was amazing. It was, you know, whatever quote unquote homework he may have had, <laughs> they did it at the program. It was extra time for him to be outside and hang out with a different group of friends and do some activities and the staff were all great shout out to Haley she's been always amazing this year my husband decided that we should skip after school program because one of us should be home at 3 p.m every day so we'll we'll give an update on social media on how that's going I'm sure by week two <laughs> to see who is actually going to be home Bennett's at an age that he could, you know, just stroll home himself and we can get home at, you know, 3.15, 3.20, 3.30, maybe even 4.30. He'll be fine. He'll get something to eat. He'll go for a bike ride. He'll just play in this game. Scarlett, on the other hand, we cannot. So it's going to be a bit of a rude awakening. So my hot tip for you would be take advantage of any before and after school programs. You probably have a mom in your neighborhood who would like the extra little bit of money if there's no actual official programs that you know, have to drop her kids off anyway. So like, why not just ask her to do it with yours as well? And you can throw her a little bit, or give her some Starbucks gift cards, but take advantage. There's private busing. If you hate the kiss and go line and the weather here, it's garbage. They will stop right in front of your house. 
right in front of your house and you just have to open the door and send them out. You don't even need to stand up out on the street with them. You don't. You don't at all. Extracurricular activities actually fell under this category. And it was kind of like a love-hate where, you know, use them as much as you can and put them in as much as you can, as long as you want to, to keep them occupied so you don't have to keep them occupied. But don't forget that they're also kids and they really want some downtime or I'll say free time to do whatever the hell they want after being in school all day. So yeah, don't be that overachiever mom who burns herself out or dad who burns himself out putting kids in all activities and then when they want to go for a sleepover on a Friday night and they can't because they have practice Saturday morning and they're upset about it, just just skip a practice from time to time. God, <laughs> just lighten up, just lighten up. I'm probably going to get a lot of follows from this episode, but that, that's okay. That's just kind of how, how we roll here. I'm sure you have lots of other hot tips, things that you could reshare. Please let us know. Send us a DM, comment when I share this on our socials of something that you have been doing or have tried to do to make your mornings. You know, I didn't even talk about getting out to the door. That could be another different episode. Oh my God, like top tip not mentioned is don't let your kids watch TV before school because it's just hell trying to get them through the door. That's, that's a bonus. That's a bonus. That's tip number six. We could do another episode of that. But if you have some kind of, you know, a hot tip or an issue or a problem or something you want to share about getting back to school routine, hit us up. We'd love to know. Until next time, chat soon. That wraps up another inspiring episode of Beyond the Bombshell. I hope our time together has ignited a fire within you to embrace your authentic self and show up fearlessly. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to continue this empowering conversation, make sure you subscribe to Beyond the Bombshell on your favorite podcast platform and join our community of fierce women who are rewriting the rules and embracing their unique journeys. Connect with me on social media at Bombshell Babes Club, where we can continue to uplift and support each other to share beyond the bombshell moments and let's inspire others to embrace their true selves. Remember, you are more than what meets the eye. You are a force to be reckoned with. Keep shining, keep growing, and keep embracing the extraordinary woman that you are. Until next time, stay real and keep going beyond the bombshell.